Hello, I'm Lucy Barkas and I've got a question. Are you Leader X? Someone who might not yet realise the potential they have to change the world of work. All thanks to the decade you were born in and the decade you grew up in. You can find out in this, the Leader X podcast. It's for the next generation of leaders. A call for you to step up, stand up for what you believe and lead with impact. You're already leading and influencing and have so much experience to offer. I want to challenge the belief that there is a real leadership talent shortage. There's not. There is a whole generation of brilliant leaders who think differently, act differently and want to lead differently. I call you to take your seat at the top table and own your potential. You might not think you're ready, but you are. You are in the perfect position to step up and bring about great change in the decade ahead. In this podcast, we're talking about all the things that make XGen who they are and the values they have. It's likely some leader X's don't even know who they are, but trust me, by the end of this six episode series, it'll all become clear. So let's get on with it. Rich Hurst is here to guide you through it all with me. And coming up, how Sly Stallone and Harrison Ford played their part. This is the Leader X podcast. So Lucy, last episode we talked about exactly who X-Gen is, uh, the, the times they were born, the times they grew up in, the circumstances they grew up in, how they were different and that makes them unique. And then we were able to look forward and see how that means that they, if they step up, when they step up, sorry, uh, that, that they'll be able to lead uh, in such a different uh, and more positive way. But I suppose here we have to kind of wind it back a little bit first off. And actually, as much as we mentioned the, the boomers before, and we're not here to hate the boomers. We're not boomer haters. We actually have some stuff to thank them for. Absolutely. And one of the things that I want to thank them for is the fact that they did create a really independent, free thinking and autonomous generation. Um, because they weren't around and they were doing their own thing, um, it meant that this generation of kids had to make decisions about whether they were going to do their homework, what they were going to have for tea, what time they had to leave the house. And they didn't have scheduled fun like the, the millennials now have, where they uh, they turn up at every sports club dropped off in the parents' uh, four by four. No, these kids had to find their own ways to places. Um, they actually had to go and knock on people's doors to see if they were out um, ready to play. We used to call it calling for. Yeah. I don't know why, because no, we would... didn't have a telephone to call no, on. We'd have to, well, that, we didn't know what that really was. We just yeah, well, had to exactly. go, I'm going to come and call for you. Call at your front door, yeah, knock and... and see if you're in. And if your parents are there, you have to say, hello, hello, Mr. <laughs> yes, because yes, we still call people we're, Mr. and Mrs. Oh, yeah, back yeah, then. We're very polite. We're still yeah. very polite. Yes, I'm oh, fine, thank you. Yes, fine, thank you. <laughs> and if they weren't able to come out to play, then yeah, you just end up going down the park and just seeing who was there and all mucking. Didn't matter what background they were from, what age, you know, we all found a way to to muddle through and that's why I want to thank the boomers because you made a whole generation of resilient confident uh free thinkers who yeah they they know their own minds and when things go wrong they can pick themselves back up and what's this idea of uh when they go into careers and everything now how the, the the way they're approached to to the job for life has changed by the time this generation started going into the workplace, there wasn't a job for life. And they also saw a lot of their parents 
you know, being the first to face mass redundancies during multiple recessions. So they had a very different opinion about what work was um, and how it should be done. So they became masters of their own destiny. Um, they started trying to do jobs that actually interested them um, rather than being a slave to the, the corporate. Um, and yeah, that free thinking, that autonomy within them means that, you know, that they're taking that into the businesses themselves. And we're not saying here that this is, you know, means it's easier than the boomers had it. No, not at all. Um, it's just a different mindset that if you're not happy or you're in trouble or things don't work out, then fine, dust yourself off and pick yourself up and then go and forge a new path. Um, and that's what's great about this generation because they think like this. They also pass that on to the people that they lead. So they are, you know, incredibly empowering and they give opportunities to others. So they're great leaders to have around. Uh, so look, that if this is really starting to sound like you, I'm just wondering now if this is clicking with someone, just quickly, if you want to stop the podcast right now and suddenly get in touch to say, I think this is me, how do we do that? You can find my Leader X Facebook page or drop me a line at hello at 3wh.uk.com. That's the number three and the letters W and H. I'd love to hear your thoughts. So when I talk about X-Gen, I mean, um, right now they're probably around their 40th birthday. Maybe it's coming up in the next couple of years, right up to 50 year olds. So they are the youngest of Generation X and they're the oldest of the millennials. So just to be clear who the millennials are, um, they're the guys who basically did all their growing up in the new millennium. So they think differently, act differently because they were, you know, true digital natives. I'll also reference the boomers. So they are kind of like the parents of those millennials. They did all of their growing up in the 50s, 60s and 70s and really made their mark in the 80s. They were the grown ups whilst uh, X Gen were doing their growing up. And then, of course, there's the Gen Z. So they are the ones who are at the oldest. They're about 20 years old now. They are literally just entering their adulthood and their world and their views are completely different. And they're the ones who have been raised by X-Gen. Leader X, the book by Lucy Barkas, is out on March 26, 2020. It'll show you why you are different and how to utilise your unique qualities as Leader X and achieve results. It's here to give you the courage and confidence to create new ways of working and create a high performance culture. You'll get practical exercises, tips and a roadmap to lead differently with impact. Leader X is available on Amazon Bookstore or Kindle Download. Don't forget to listen to the other episodes of the Leader X podcast that focus on the values that Leader X has and how they will make the future of work great. So we've given all the praise and thanks to the boomers for being the parents of ex-geners and the way they brought them up means they're in the great position to become leaders. But, sorry boomers, there is a but. Um, also, that's led to certain risks, I suppose, about being ex-gen. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, for every um, overplayed strength, it can become a weakness. And so being completely free thinking and independent might actually mean that sometimes you can be quite aloof as well and quite distant. 
And especially when you're making decisions, um, sometimes you can get quite stubborn about things and go off on your own and make all the decisions and forget to include people. Now, when times are hard and sometimes there is a bit of doubt, what we really need you to do is to reach out, maybe be a bit more vulnerable and say, I don't know the answer. Can you help me? And it's not a sign of weakness. That's actually a real sign of strength. And, you know, we've got loads of these tips and tools in uh, in the Leader X book. Um, so, of course, if you pick that up, you've got everything you need within there. But you are going to need that little bit of help. So something else to bear in mind is, you know, the millennials, uh, generally, they much prefer collaborative kind of teamwork and they, they want to get involved in conversations. And although they don't mind making the decisions, they'd rather do it collaboratively. So if you're being aloof and a bit too independent, um, you might just turn off your people. That whole idea of not knowing when to reach out exactly and when to do the do stuff yourself or when yeah. when is the moment to not admit but just well I suppose admit vulnerability because that that in theory helps build trust in amongst yeah, teams totally. anyway, doesn't it? Yeah, and actually I would lead with vulnerability and I would actually reach out to a trusted group of advisors to start off with and just say, look, this is what I'm thinking. What do you think? Am I on the right track? Um, and it's a great sense check for you anyway. And when you encourage people to start speaking up, you actually encourage them to be more autonomous and more free thinking anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, because one of the, the criticisms that I hear from some of the ex-gen is, why aren't people stepping up? Why aren't people making decisions? Why are they only coming to me with problems? And what they actually don't realise is they're actually creating that by being kind of autonomous and too independent themselves. Um, so reach out, be vulnerable, you know, create that connection with your people. Because otherwise, I suppose you end up sort of measuring people by your own standards. Yeah, exactly. Appreciating what there is. Yeah, you're kind of like stuck in your ivory tower and just wondering why you're all alone because nobody is, you know, got your experience or does things the way that you do it. Um, so, of course, no one's going to join you if you're judging everyone. So, yeah, stop judging everybody by their own standards. Um, and, yeah, just tap into all that amazing potential. Because I suppose that potentially, if you, you have this this attitude that you can get good or bad results and that can create a bit of fear, I suppose. Yeah, um, there, there will be that fear that, you know, if you've got incredibly high standards and um, you're judging everybody by your, your own measure, um, then people, you know, they look at their leader, they want to impress them, they, 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 want, they don't want to disappoint, so they're going to want to please you. So, yeah, be kind when people do offer their opinion, listen to them, um, yeah, just just build trust, not the fear. Because when we in the next section, relationships, we're talking about tribes and 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 how it was important that that XGen actually created their own. Yeah, and and what's beautiful about um, the XGen is they've got these five core values because when you start building relationships and they lead with freedom as well, you put all this together with the autonomy, and you've got the most perfect organisation. Um, but autonomy on its own, if you lead with that too much, it can get you into trouble. Good. And we don't want to get anyone into trouble. No. Ah, now this is the bit in each episode where we stop to go back and reminisce about the things Leader X grew up with and was influenced by. And whilst we're on the subject of autonomy... Thought we'd remember some of the stuff that was around when Leader X was young and the stuff that reflected those important times that they went through. And we've got a little cassette player here with a cassette labelled Bet You Remember This. Bet You Remember This. 
We can't talk about Leader X um, and autonomy without thinking about some of the heroes that we were watching in the movies or on TV. Uh, Indiana Jones, he was an independent thinker, go off on his quests, um, whether it was soul searching or trying to find some holy grail. Um, and also, you know, one of my heroes was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, Kane, she was on a personal quest. Um, she had to do a lot of soul searching and get herself out of some quite sticky situations. But she knew she had everything that she needed. Well, maybe a little help from her friends. Because that's the important thing here. Indiana Jones was kind of the same, really. He was this very strong, brave hero in about 90% of in- instances. But then he had his crocs, like yeah. the snakes. You know, it always goes on every every film. And I that's what I love about Leader X, really, um, is because they have that vulnerability um, where they do doubt themselves. They do question themselves. They all have their little fears, um, which, yeah, in the, in the TV programmes, we kind of, you know, that's what gets us to love and endear them even more. And Leader X is very much the same. And, yeah, when they get into sticky situations, they don't always have to get out of them alone. That's when they call on their friends. Oh, and all the different sidekicks and friends and people that Indiana Jones has. That makes the, the story so much richer. Um, and that's why Leader X is the perfect person to lead with their their tribes. But they don't need a hat and a whip. Uh, no, but like it's that. fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Always oh, fun to introduce yeah. if you want. But if you want to turn up in your next leader meeting with a hat and a whip. Well, it might side, be worth a go. <laughs> see, and see how many people recognise yeah. who you're trying to be. Because then you'll know where roughly the leader X's are and all of it. <laughs> Very true. And I suppose the ultimate example and something that was so big for that generation that grew up with of, of autonomous heroes taking on the impossible was Star Wars. Oh, yes. I, I grew up on Star Wars. Um, the film actually came out the year I was born. And my 80s childhood was all around Star Wars. And if you think about it, Luke Skywalker and Han Solo, Leia, they were all leader exes. So they were independent, they knew their own mind, they knew what they stood for. And then when they all came together, wow, didn't they achieve the impossible? Didn't they just? Who else would have thought you could knock away, knock out the Death Star? Exactly. You know, yeah. Nobody else thought they could do it. And suddenly these three people, one of them, Harrison Ford, you know, who wasn't quite the perfect all-rounded hero was he Luke Skywalker with his fairly obvious vulnerabilities well they were all yeah imperfectly perfect and it was because they were so different and independent of free thinking that it gave their their group all of their strength so and that's what I love about Leader X they accept everybody for who they are and their their quirks and their strengths so it's a great metaphor Star Wars if you're worried about coming from a slightly dysfunctional family I mean we've (laughs) talked about that as well you know Luke Skywalker's dad turned out to be Darth Vader I know. How Imagine having to deal that? with that. Exactly. <laughs> and, and and where do, because we did mention them earlier, where do the Ewoks come into all this? Oh, well, on a personal note, um, the Ewoks were my favourites. Luke Skywalker and his gang la- uh, landed on this planet, almost invaded it, and they had to bring together this tribe, this group, to all join in with their vision, their cause. And so it just brings up so much for leaders when they turn up in new organisations or take on new teams that, yeah, Be like an Ewok. Be like an Ewok. (laughs) Okay, Lucy, so we've looked at how uh, X-Gen is certainly autonomous for all sorts of different reasons. So going forward, what will... What will leading with autonomy mean for the for the 2020s? So this gets me really excited um, when I think about how organisations are really going to change because Leader X is really an empowerer. 
They want people to uh, make decisions, to come up with solutions, to put their hand up and try new uh, new activities and just get involved. And they hate micromanaging because they are this autonomous style leader. So they trust people to, you know, they delegate and then trust people to deliver. So it's really exciting. And so in doing that, they're challenging people to really step up, be counted and strive for the goals, the vision, the mission. So, yeah, they've got this like huge rally cry and it's exciting. If you have the right attitude about it, you know, as far as you go, you can go as far as believing in the impossible to then the possible to to start happening yeah totally and um like i said uh on the previous podcast episodes they are realistic optimists Mm -hmm. so they always believe that you can achieve the impossible but they really understand what the starting position is um and so yeah they they can talk about the impossible challenge other people to dream a little bigger Mm -hmm. which is really inspiring Mm -hmm. but also you know they're, they're brutally honest about where you are now and where you need to be so I think that's really refreshing. Well, and we, we know how much this generation was into it, Star Wars. Yeah. And, you know, taking down the Death Star, that, overturning, you know, Darth Vader, uh, it, it, you know, would have pretty seemed pretty dreams. impossible for, yeah. for, for little old Luke Skywalker. Absolutely. And, else. and do you think, do you think being like this sh- will mean that others will naturally follow? Yeah. So um, the way I see it is the leadership team is always the role model. Mm. Um, All eyes are looking at them. So when they act with courage, with taking personal responsibility, owning up to their mistakes, um, you know, and being accountable for the impact that they have, then yes, it gives other people permission to do so. So it almost takes away all of this blame and shame kind of cultures that you see in organisations. And people are just honest, standing by their decisions and taking responsibility. It's refreshing. Mm. Um, And let's face it, we've had so much BS in other companies. Um, We can see through it. And let's just be a little bit more honest with each other. Because I suppose the effect on on the the X-Gen has as a leader is going to have an effect on millennials well we're already seeing that um you know when uh you see greta who's out there speaking her truth she's actually the the child of an ex-gen you know set of parents um who has challenged them to be free thinkers and to speak their truth and stand up and be counted so yeah there's a whole generation z coming through it's just going to be challenging when uh, now they're adults and they're telling us how it should be. <laughs> you know, every time I see Greta on the telly, I'm not going to think of her as an eco warrior. I'm going to think of her as a daughter of yeah. the next gen. Yeah. And, and that's how she, that's why she is the way she is. We are raising warriors. Yeah. <laughs> raising more Gretas. Yeah. Well. Let's hope so. There's a prospect. <laughs> so we talked about autonomy and, and, how XGen has it and how it will make them a great leader because in theory it will help shape their decisions yeah if this is starting to sound like you because that's what I love about this podcast I think as as people listen through they're going to start thinking okay that's that's kind of when I was born excellent that's the stuff I, 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 I watched growing up and actually now the more I think about it it's I liked it because yeah. I was that certain person and I, and I like seeing that now in what I'm doing at work um, this may well be you so if you think it is, uh, then get in touch and tell us. Yeah, I'd love to hear uh, your stories, your experiences, your memories too. Best way is either email or the Facebook page. So there's a LeaderX yeah. Facebook page, isn't there? Yeah. And then your email, which is what? Hello at 3wh.uk.com. That's the number three and the letters W and H. The next episode is one we're quite excited about. Because <laughs> this is LeaderX in and their relationships. 
sort of how they view relationships yeah. and why they see relationships as so important. Now, this is the point where we have to put a bit of a pre-warning out. <laughs> because there are going to be mentions for not everybody's favourite two things, Brexit and Donald Trump in the next one. But we're balancing it up. We've got a bit of Ant and Deck. There you go, see? <laughs> so somehow we mix Brexit and Trump and Ant and Deck in the next episode about relationships, which will be here soon. Yep, great. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Leader X podcast. The Leader X podcast is a gifted gab production for 3WH.